Star Wars 7x7 episode 1318 today. Let's meet the women of Solo, a Star Wars story. Punchy Chewy. Hi, this is Trisha Barr, author of Ultimate Star Wars and host of Fangirls Going Rogue. And you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Razor, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and this continues our series of looks at the details that I think you particularly want to take note of out of Anthony Bresnikin's series of stories for the Entertainment Weekly feature on Solo, A Star Wars Story. And as for today's episode, there are bits of information that we have, more than bits actually in a couple of cases, on three female characters in Solo A Star Wars Story. Of course, the lead female character, Kira, played by Amelia Clark of Game of Thrones fame. Also, Val, that's the name of the character played by Thandie Newton. We get a little bit of information about her. And the droid being played by Phoebe Waller-Bridge, that's L3-37. Now, that one might be a little on the nose, the L337, because if you are familiar with Leet Speak, and I am not all that familiar, but that's one of the most common ones that you'll recognize, that it looks like L337 basically make up the letters L-E-E-T, which is an old bulletin board reference for somebody being elite or claiming to be elite. So that's certainly an unusual way to go. However, it might actually represent the personality of the droid to a little bit. According to the Entertainment Weekly article, she's a self-modified droid that she's sort of a mutt, according to John Kasdan, who co-wrote the script with his dad, Larry Kasdan. And... She's actually just improved upon herself over time, not just programming, presumably, but also the body parts as well, which, does, you know, explains why she kind of looks like different parts of different droids. And further along with that idea, she actually belongs to no one, apparently, even though she's working with Lando. Apparently, this is more a matter of what Donald Glover likes to say, which is that both she and Lando are kind of self-made and they get each other in that way. So they work together. It's his partner droid, but it's not actually a droid that he owns. She's also supposed to be part of the comic relief in this movie here. According to Larry Kasdan, she has a working relationship with Lando, and it's very sophisticated and informed by years of working together. And her AI, according to Ron Howard, is way up there in terms of IQ. She's capable of some pretty interesting conversations. And both Larry Kasdan and Ron Howard have nothing but wonderful things to say about Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Larry calls her hilarious, and that's the same word that Ron Howard uses about her as well. And presumably that is going to come through as part of the movie. And John Kasdan also is very quick to say that it's not just comedy, it's also point of view for which he's very important, that she has a strong personality. And after the kind of different personality that we saw from Alan Tudyk playing K2SO and Rogue One, I think we are altogether ready to see another kind of droid with a different kind of interesting personality. So that's going to be a rather fun thing to look forward to, I think. And then let's talk about Emilia Clark as Kira. And the interview with Emilia Clark is as revealing about Han Solo and the story itself as it is about her character. She says about her character that 
she and Han grew up as pals, as partners in crime. She says there's obviously the romantic side of things, but that's as far as she goes with that. So that's very intriguing. But she also says the beautiful thing about this Han Solo story is it's highlighting all of the most brilliant aspects of Han Solo, the character, and characterizing those aspects in characters that he meets on his journey to becoming who he is. And Bresnikin qualifies that saying these people are all represent different sides of who he becomes, the characters in the movie. And she says that's kind of the story, really. You're seeing all of these different elements that make up who he is through the people and the interactions and the relationships, just as we all do as human beings. Now, we've talked about this being a movie about the formative years of Han Solo, but that's really true in a very literal sense, it seems, that we are going to see the experiences and the people that made him who he is by the time we see him in A New Hope in a very real way. And that, as it turns out, is the fully stated intention of what this movie is going to be, if Amelia Clark is to be believed, and why wouldn't she? So, as far as her character goes, she says she's a little bit of a tough one to get a hold of. You know, that she has multiple identities, according to Bresnikin, and definitely is a woman of mystery in the movie. Presumably more so a woman of mystery when Han encounters her later on in the movie. And with one of the pictures that we see, that swanky sort of nightclub disco dancing place that we saw, it looks like both Han and Kira are appearing in that location. We saw Kira in one of the trailers. I believe it was the trailer, the teaser, not the commercial, where she's there, but apparently Han is there too. And even though it looks like she's definitely moving around in high society, according to Amelia Clark, if you have a really glamorous lady in a really sordid environment, you kind of know that maybe the glamour is hiding a few rough roads. She's also described by the filmmakers, according to Anthony Bresnikin, as a femme fatale as well. And according to Amelia Clark, she says, every time you think you've got her number, you realize you haven't at all, which is also a really hard thing to play as an actor. So some very intriguing insights from Amelia Clark about her character, about the movie, about Han Solo as a character as well. And quite honestly, I think that she's really opened up the movie in a way that nobody else has. You know, it's all been shrouded in mystery and we've all been wondering, well, what is the scoop with it? And (laughs) we're wondering about that all the way through until we finally saw some footage from the movie with the trailer and the commercial. But now I think we actually have more of a handle on the movie than we ever did and probably more of the kind of handle on it that we had, say, going into The Last Jedi. Jedi at this time. And I don't know about you, but for me, I feel like order has been restored to some degree. You know, the idea of us all champing at the bit going, when are they going to tell us something? When are they going to show us something? You know, I think they've finally opened the curtain on it enough where hopefully you and I can both just relax and know that, hey, everything is okay with this movie and they've got some really interesting ideas they're going to pursue. Now, there is one other person I haven't talked about, and that's Val, the character played by Thandie Newton, and I will talk about her after the break. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. If you haven't done so already, please consider leaving a review for Star Wars 7x7 on your favorite podcast app. Not just a star rating, although I will say we are personally very proud of our near-unanimous five-star rating on iTunes. No, I just mean a thoughtful sentence or two about what you like about the podcast, or how happy you are that it's part of your daily routine. And more reviews means better visibility, which means more people get to share in a daily dose of Star Wars joy, and you want that, don't you? Of course you do. So please leave a review on your favorite podcast app today. I thank you, and the Star Wars 7x7 podcast thanks you. 
Welcome back. All right, so when Thandie Newton was cast for Solo A Star Wars Story, there was a lot of speculation about the possibility that she would be playing a character named Sunna Staros. And that character, you might recall, was very prominently featured in media headlines when, in the Star Wars comic book series, she announced herself as his wife, as Han Solo's wife. And it turned out that she wasn't really, that it was just something that they had done as part of a con that they had been running, and they'd been pretending to be married. And so, yeah, all that aside, you get... Thandie Newton in Solo A Star Wars Story, and you're like, wow, could she be playing Sana possibly? Well, so far the answer to that appears to be no, because the character that she is playing is named Val at this point. Now, in thinking about Kira in Amelia Clark's character, she's already said that, uh, that there are multiple identities for the character. Kira is a real name, but obviously she's not going by Kira in the entire movie. This is, of course, how Han knows her, though, as Kira. So there's a question... I guess still out there potentially as to whether Val is just the name that Thandie Newton is using in this movie, but that Sana is really her name. So I'd say it's still an open question, but eh, I don't know if we're really going to get that. It would be nice, but maybe not. This is what John Kasdan says about Val. Um, He says that she's part of the criminal family that Han gets involved in and that she's tied to Beckett. That's what Kathleen Kennedy says. That's how Han meets her. They've been partners for a long time, apparently. And according to John Kasdan, um, Val doesn't have total faith in Han, as a lot of people he meets in his life tend to feel about him. And he says she's a little skeptical of this kid when she meets him and her relationship with him goes in, I think, and... And then there's a little pause. Interesting is in italics direction. Interesting direction, but did not explain further. And yes, of course, I'm dead certain that there are many, many more women of color who could be grifting their way through the Star Wars galaxy at this time. But it's just too much of a coincidence. And there's, you know, a small galaxy feel sometimes in Star Wars. It's just, you know, one of those things where you expect them to make little ties to different media here and there. And so it's hard not to keep that door open, the possibility that Val really is Sunna from the comics. I'm, I don't know. I think I would really be excited by that possibility, and I think it would be a great nod to fans of the comics because you know the people who are watching the movies aren't necessarily reading the comics, but if you're going that deep into it, it would be nice to have that kind of reward available to the fans who go that deeply into the Star Wars story. And for now, that is going to do it for the podcast for today. We'll talk about Donald Glover as Lando Calrissian tomorrow and a couple other things too. But in the meantime, I just want to say thank you as always for listening to the podcast and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you go out into an asteroid cave, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you want to join the inner circle of fans, become a patron of the show at patreon.com slash SW7x7. It doesn't feel like rock, it's destiny unleashed. 
This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.